0: my brains splitting off in so many different directions. my brains splitting off in so many different
1: <laughs> my brains letting off in so many different directions that no one has the answer to <laughs> <Separate a group laughs> the
0: my dad was a
1: certain things upset me and my dad was a Certain things upset me and my daduring things upset
0: me What's the furthest
1: star, and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star, and then what's beyond the furthest star? What's the furthest star, and then what's beyond the furthest star? Questions that no one has the answers to. Hello and welcome to Everything to Guppy, the podcast (laughs) where we talk about every single item, every single enemy, every single everything in the Binding of Isaac. I'm William Hughes, and I'm joined, as always, by a guy who's a former child star and a current member of the Kingdom Hearts voice cast, Gary Butterfield.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I see now. I picked to <laughs> put it together. <laughs> uh, and I'm Gary Joel Osment and I'm
1: Jeremy Greer, and uh, this is Actually Days of Intercast, and, and we're talking and about ecstatics.
0: God help you if this is your first week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is onboarding week. We're going to steal all the bits. <laughs> it's on, yeah, I'm offboarding week. It's spreading throughout the network. The thing that I didn't expect
1: is to is how like unbalanced it, it makes you. Like I thought this would be a chuckle, and he'd be like, "Oh, Jeremy." That's dumb, no, I, but it completely it's, unbalances it's, you. It's amazing.
0: <laughs> it really does. It's, it's a, cause I'm used to, here's the thing is it flips the script. It, it, I'm used to bringing that energy up into like Cole who like Cole's hilarious. One of my best friends, great person. I think that he is a really good straight man mm-hmm. to a lot of this stuff. So like I will do kind of things like that to kind of get a rise out of him, And it's part of our kind of comedy dynamic. I'm not used to having the, uh, you know, the gun turned around on me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and it's uh, I appreciate it. It's great, it feels good. It's like being roasted.
1: I um I hadn't you know. caught up with Twitter um quite a like just just you know you don't catch up with Twitter very much. I don't know. Like there's a zillions of tweets. Um, but yeah. like I asked Will to record those two, and then like send him the covers so that he would have something to go on, and then went on Twitter and he was like waiting for my COVID test results, and I'm like oh Jesus Christ, Jeremy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he probably appreciated the distraction
1: i'm sure yeah like and uh, he didn't yeah. say anything about it and i just like i went back i was like hey i'm glad you came out negative dude but yeah like <laughs> it's just yeah. a weird a weird <laughs> moment of fucking 2020 2021
0: yeah if you want to hear about that and if you want to know who will is <laughs> uh, you can listen to, to everything to guffy <laughs> yes also on the Duckfeed network which despite appearances is not about uh, the Binding of Isaac, really it Not is a really. long running emotional violence comedy show pretty much uh
1: this isn't no. this is a podcast where we're going to talk about x-men uh specifically x-statics we're in issue 12 mm-hmm. um we we have our team our core team has been assembled we just added el guapo the mystical skateboarder guy um and mm-hmm. this issue is going is called i see dead people and the cover features dead girl coming through a wall uh a what, wall filled with skulls
0: mhm Catacomb. Yeah. Uh, and this is kind of our series of like little one-off highlight, mm-hmm. You know, episodes we're getting. Um kind of in the, you know, the first half of the book, they did these for the major characters. And in the second half of the book, they kind of sprinkle in these for the minor characters. So last episode, uh, is, you know, we did El Guapo. We have Dead Girl. There's a vivisector storyline uh coming up relatively soon. Um kind of a highlight storyline. We're doing that kind of thing. Um and this is the Dead Girl one um and i don't really know what this is trying to accomplish other than just kind of being a a little story yeah with with some jokes like i don't really know how this plays into the theming that much and i like dead girl as a character a lot so i kind of like that but i think this is kind of a weak issue i uh, do too personally
1: i do too um also like it's i I, as much as i kind of am interested in getting a glimpse of more dead girl powers um it's Mm -hmm. it just it just seems like oddly paced and disjointed like we like I, I kind of lauded this comic for doing like real quick transitions and skipping over what would normally feel like two or three pages of a normal comic of like a fight scene or something. But in this one, mm-hmm. um, it's like, it, it was really hard to keep up with what the fuck was happening in it. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and again, I think this makes a little bit more sense if you think of these as breather issues before what, you know, a major arc. Mm-hmm. Um, So we start off uh, at the India, Pakistan border um where they're uh they're basically you know finishing up a mission like all x stacks does is go and do war crimes so, um you know it's <laughs> so.
1: it's very weird that like xavier is on board with this and i don't care like i'm mm-hmm. just i don't like i'm not i'm not gonna be the person that's like but what about the lore uh but like it's just extremely weird to me that xavier's like yeah i'll make you guys outfits and you guys can go commit war crimes that's definitely what the thing yeah. that i do
0: <laughs> go kill brown people X it's what you do um it's weird you know, that the brown it, it, it,
1: people in x-men are okay with this it's like where is storm
0: <laughs> yeah and the brown people in ecstatics
1: like <laughs> also then, and, it, yeah.
0: and the, you know they're kind of they talk about that a little bit like you know there's that anarchist issue where he talked about yeah. uh that and this is part of peter milligan's like you know making fun of america mm-hmm. and and fame obsessed thing like this is america we go and do this Um, You know, if we had superheroes, they would do this. And this was a a major theme in Marvel comics at the time. This is uh, around when the Ultimates uh, came out, um, which is what a lot of the Avengers movies are basically based on. Yeah. Um, the ultimate continuity and there are definitely some changes but they they feel like they take a lot of cues from those and uh the major kind of turning point in those books is when like the united states is like hey we have superheroes of course we're gonna fucking put them in afghanistan yes Mm -hmm. you know if you if you think the united states having superheroes we wouldn't put them in the gaza strip like you're out of your fucking mind you know so um the whole point of this little scene here is that girl isn't here yeah um they're trying to figure out what the nationality of these people who they killed uh, but dead girl is gone and they're like what could be more important to ne- the next Attics? and she is on the, the runway yes um she is now a fashion icon
1: yes she is walking down the the catwalk for the first time um she has a contract reputed to be worth more than a million dollars a year which seems like a lot of money until like you compare that with any other model that walks down the catwalk, like that's just yeah. just doesn't seem like like it feels like very Mr. Evil from Austin Powers, right? Like what? I, yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> a billion dollars, like that that kind of thing. um There are uh, if, if I go ahead.
0: being charitable at all for this, as like in terms of the the purpose of this issue is it is kind of giving some closure to Dead Girl, you know, wanting to become a sex symbol and be famous mm-hmm. uh in this, like that has been kind of an arc for her, um and here she's achieved that.
1: Yeah you know. Too um, good for her. She's being interviewed by uh Savannah Saxon winner of 3 adult video monthly awards, which is a very funny joke <laughs> to me. I don't know why. Like adult video monthly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, like somebody's got like the the shaving club, like someone just send me a porn every every month, right? Like they
0: <laughs> give me box box. Yeah. The uh yeah. The monthly box flicks. Porn box. <laughs> yeah. Um there's something there um <laughs> let's, the, let's work uh, it
1: out let's come on i'm introducing the show like everything to guppy let's you want to take a sidebar and like really go into it
0: like, well, like, like i was trying to think of something that rhymes with loot box and it feels like there should be a, a slang term for vagina that rhymes with loot but i can't think of one
1: well there is one it's and it's it's also the name of a woman like you can come, come on get there you got it
0: what am i what am i missing? No, i'm just joking dude i'm
1: just fucking. Oh, <laughs> like, you know, woman. I've got real joker Root. energy today. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: Jeremy's been jokerified. Oh, Dolores. Ron. That's what I was trying to. <laughs> uh, yeah. This happened to my friend Jeremy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, uh, this interview gets interrupted, though, by protesters who are protesting a dead girl as a, uh, a role model because she's dead. Um, they're basically saying, you know, we should have real life women. As our role models, it's fucked up that little girls are looking at a dead woman and patterning themselves uh, after you.
1: I love this so much. Um, I think this is absolutely hilarious, <laughs> especially dead girls' reaction, which is, I never wanted to be a role model and just a sex symbol. Like, I don't want
0: to Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it ends with, like, string her up. She's dead. The law can't touch us. <laughs> uh, you know, getting literally uh, torn apart. Um you know there's there's some good jokes here uh you know mr Sensen was like hey we should go save her and venus de milo is like i'm not a am not a bus like she can look after herself uh and Dyke is like you are a bus service baby in that case can a brother get a seat in the back which is a very mechanical and direct pickup line um can i get a seat in the back is very specific <laughs>
1: I mean, like, especially when he's reaching over and, like, grabbing her ass at the same time. Like, to the point where Spike is is like, stop hitting on Venus. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening, Ty? What are you doing? Yeah.
0: It's a, you know, and I like this little bit where he turns to the camera with his superhero pose and goes, we're crazy superstar mutants. We can rip up that whole bourgeoisie, tight-ass girlfriend-boyfriend book. Uh, You know, again, people, these people using mutant hood as an excuse to uh, do whatever the fuck they want um but the implication here is dead girl does get killed uh you know because he's like tyke if you want to you know if you want dead girl she's going to be in ecstatic mortuary and it turns out they have a mortuary
1: yep um and like immediately we get bad vibes off of brad the senior mortician yep. uh brad vibes brad vibes i love this guy that this dude's name is brad <laughs> i don't know
0: I, I like the design of him too like when you see somebody like that who has like the cheek cheekbones like that mm-hmm. like a willem dafoe kind of figure and there's just something kind of off
1: yeah yeah like you definitely like got fuck a real weird look like you, you got you got i fuck corpse cheeks like i'm sorry man i yeah, don't yeah. know how to, I don't yeah. how to tell you this like corpses <laughs> are
0: horses nobody fucks for free like, it's it's, <laughs> it's one or the other with this guy
1: um and he's very creepy like he's calling the all of the dead bodies down here his girls and boys um and he's telling them that he gets attached to them uh, to the, to his guest they get the best possible treatment. He starts offering dead girl like a, a slab and like saying that the slab can be individually heated or cooled to your specification. Um, and Tyke is kind of rolling along with the joke. He's like, "Man, I could, I could probably use some Z's." And he's like, oh, "We don't serve your kind here." And Tyke is like, "My kind? You mean people of color?" He's like, "No, not people of color. Like, all you have to do is just blow your brains out, and you would be more than happy to accommodate you." And then hands Tyke a gun. Like, what the fuck is yeah, wrong with you, Brad?
0: It's real extra. <laughs> Super Brad extra. Brad a lot. <laughs> um and we we you know we cut away to them walking walking away uh you know dead girl is like that guy gives me the creeps tyke is kind of resisting it and she basically says no like you know i think that i'm exactly his type do i have to draw you a diagram like this dude fucks dead people yeah um you know which is which is like the for for the amount of times that like it shows up in my life isn't it so weird that like necrophilia is just something that like i knew about since i was 12 you know like as a kid like you you learn about this and it just shows up as a thing but the opportunities for this have to be like pretty rare and like uh, I'm sure it has happened
1: I'm trying to think of the first time that I learned what necrophilia was. <laughs> first and time I'm, I did it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know that. That's that's you know I got that. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's on VHS, my man. I'm forty. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I took a laserdisc of my first time. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, I recorded the audio yeah. into a mini disc.
0: <laughs> into a DAT.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, like it has to be just like I have to imagine it's Stephen King. Like I'm sure I'm sure a dead person gets fucked in gets fucked in a Stephen King novel somewhere. I can't think of what it is, but
0: yeah, I don't know if it's specifically Stephen King, but it's got to be. It entered the public conscience through like a a fiction author. Yeah, you know, as being like a way bigger deal than it actually is in real life. Not saying a big deal in terms of like books are always making it seem like it's a huge crime, but what's the harm? (laughs) I mean, a bigger deal in that like. Subscribe to Gary's you know, I YouTube video. YouTube series. I'll probably go to my grave without ever meeting somebody who's done that. Absolutely. You know. I mean, or,
1: like it, or we just get, we just don't have those hollow cheeks. Like I've met you in person. We both have, I fuck live people cheeks. Like maybe, yeah. like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like maybe, maybe you see each other across the aisle and you're like, like when I saw you, I was like, oh yeah, that dude's funny. Like me and him get along real well. Yeah. Maybe you see yeah, like, that if you're dude, Brad, that dude
0: fucks live people.
1: Yeah. Like maybe yeah. if you're Brad, you're like, oh, you, you fuck you're like, Oh, definitely colder the better. My man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You just looking at Jeremy.
0: I'm like, that dude's taller than I thought. And he definitely fucks live people. What? So um, I think we're going to get along.
1: Uh, (laughs) there's um oh shit the killing of the sacred deer um i don't know have you seen that movie
0: Mm -mm. extremely i like that filmmaker but i haven't seen that
1: extremely it's a good movie it's very intense like it's one of those like okay i am ready to watch a film kind of things but um he has uh nicole kidman pretend to be dead like that's his thing at the very first of the movie Mm. Um, which was extremely uncomfortable when Autumn went out of town and I just turned on the movie randomly with her dad sitting in the living room and he starts wrapping up Nicole Kidman. <laughs> and, she, and she's just like flopping on the bed and I'm like, what am I done? This is terrible. <laughs> Should have just picked Iron That's Man 2. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, the, uh, yeah. Anyway. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird thing. There's that Chuck uh, Polyanon, uh book there where like it starts with that as the plot like a guy who gets in trouble with the law because he accidentally fucked his wife when she was dead mm-hmm. uh it's real weird like i think this is the last one of his i read before i like became an adult and was like oh i don't actually need to read this stuff <laughs> yeah i'm a grown-up i'm okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, i'm good thank uh, you modern
1: day charles Bukowski. i'm good <laughs> <laughs> He wishes he Um, was a modern day Charles Bukowski.
0: Dead girl starts getting like psychic signals uh, from her dead sisters. Yes. You know, knowing that there's something wrong with Brad, we cut over to Brad's home life where, uh, he's kissing his daughter who is dressed up like dead girl has like goth makeup on and everything. And this is causing, uh, you know, problems in the family. And in a real like they got big fish to fry where it's like, you know, the problem is that he is, uh, turned on by his daughter and that he's turned on by his daughter when she's dead. And it's like, man, you're really busy. Like you're, you're really hitting on all act on all, all cylinders right now. That's a lot.
1: You know, the incest
0: pedophile necrophile, uh, bingo card has been completed.
1: It's, it's a little too much. Like maybe, Maybe just I don't know, just watch some other porn. <laughs> like maybe just try yeah. to not try to not have this specific thing about your daughter. And his wife it like kinda comes off like a shrew a little bit in this, like the way that it's written of like you need to stop touching her with your fingers, those fingers that you touch dead bodies with, like and she's yeah and, and it's up it's up until the point you realize that like she comes in the room like i just took a cold bath because i know you like me cold and you're like oh wait this is all really fucked up like this is it's really it, fucked
0: up and it turns out she's just right yeah like she's she, she's kind of being crazy and it's like oh yeah but he doesn't want to fuck his daughter when she's dead so it's that's a little extra um and yes yeah. the wife uh, does, and this, this go ahead. drives the drives the daughter to suicide uh or attempted suicide she grabs a gun like she's going to kill herself because she overhears her parents and her mom is pretending to be dead this is like sweeping the nation this um you know, this kind of fashion and stuff
1: the fact that brad is a senior mortician for ecstatics and just carries around a gun is such a just a like a piercing very small commentary i think of just of course he has mm-hmm. a gun why wouldn't he have a gun <laughs> like what if the corpses yeah. get up i guess i don't know
0: uh, <clears throat> um she So she uh, takes the gun. We think we, she's just going to kill herself, but she goes to school and does a school shooting because mm-hmm. this this book is doing all the taboos. Um, And uh, there's a police officer talking to the anarchist. Uh, he's just like, get a sniper on her and take her out before she gets someone hurt. He says they'll handle it. And she's like, nah, we don't need any help from them. Back off uh, until the girl's like, hey, officers do cameras at three o'clock. Uh, and they everyone has to make nice for the cameras. Yeah. You know, basically saying ecstatics are honorary members.
1: And everybody um. is like face palming behind the camera, right? Um, yeah. Meanwhile, Dead Girl floats up to talk to uh, Nameless child murder pedophile victim comic book character um uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep and she's got a lot going on a lot of, like just a lot of characterization with no name um yeah and it, and, it, and the conversation is is it gets super weird super quick uh because either you know, she's like dead girl is obviously trying to talk her down it's like hey like there's nothing romantic about being dead like that's all propaganda and she's like well, you know you're a hypocrite because you're dead and she's like listen the dead aren't honest the dead lie and i'm like what are we what conversation are yeah. we having here like this is so off the rails in terms of reality, even based on what this comic book usually is.
0: It's very weird. Um the 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 thing about the deadline is a response to her being like, You're a hypocrite, you should be honest with me. Um, but it it feels like it's not uh very germane, you know, to things. Eventually, like it they get on subject where she's like, let's go to the street. You're upset your father's an acrophiliac. Uh, you know, and it's like we we kind of lay it out, but it's not very good, it's not a very good like dialogue scene. Mm-hmm uh between them um this reminded me a lot of beetlejuice you know where gina davis is talking lydia out of suicide okay and just being like no like you wanted to be dead but it's not actually cool like we don't like it you know uh but it's like a worse version of that
1: are you responsible for beetlejuice dms that i got randomly recently
0: on what platform
1: twitter no,
0: okay, oh wait, yeah, probably, okay, <laughs> uh yes, one hundred percent about it uh we uh there is an everything to guppy thing about the pr- pronunciation of it, which will uh directed the towards me. Of this dispatch yeah, of course directed towards you, and also is very incorrect in thinking it's pronounced uh,別al-geis. uh beetle Geis, uh. Is the name of the character? Why and spelled as such? I,
1: we're not going to get into. We're not going to litigate that out. Will is wrong. That's how. Oh, yeah. That's how we're going to settle. That He's, out. Super <laughs> He's super wrong.
0: Completely wrong. He's never been more wrong in his life.
1: Um, um, Brittany, who actually, she actually does have a name. She's she gets named in this on this page. I'd already forgotten, but Brittany shoots dead girl and says, "If you weren't dead, that would that would hurt a lot more." And she's like, "It it extremely hurts. Like it actually does really hurt, yeah. but not in the same way." <laughs> and then uh, behind her, since they since shot, the sniper lines up the shot and kills this this young girl.
0: Mm -hmm. um so she's very scared she's like hey dead girl you know i know i'm gonna die but can you just make sure nothing bad happens you know uh and she's basically like kind of in code being like make sure my dad doesn't fuck me uh now that i'm dead which is just again real extra brad is is a lot brad is too Um, much
1: he's officially too much for days of future cast
0: (laughs) (laughs) too much too, too much with brad Uh, so Brad comes through, uh, and he's like, you know, let me through. I'm the head senior mortician and her father. She's always been my little girl. Uh, and the mom is protesting, like, don't let him touch her, you know, let me go with her. And they're not letting her, uh, which is really weird. And, uh, basically he heads into the mortuary to, to, to do his gross business. Uh, and he's about to commence to it when a dead girl rips through his chest and rips out his heart bye brad yeah which is good is is a brad bye uh kind of moment
1: i love this re- reaction panel where the uh, the whole crew is staring at <clears throat> dead girl as she's holding the heart out, out for them to look at and they're all just like you killed brad <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> we liked brad for some reason
1: uh it's very funny <clears throat> and she um, has to go on to so, explain like yeah he was you know he wasn't caring for the d- dead. he was abusing them treating them like pieces of meat like they had no rights Um, and he was about to do to his daughter, what he has been doing to my brothers and sisters, like very, uh, it's just, it's just a real weird vibe on this whole issue in general. Like the, Mm -hmm. I don't know, man, like, it's just a, like, I'm going to be the protector of the dead thing is odd to me.
0: Again, it's a weird, you know, so this does have precedent, right? Like Mm -hmm. dead girl, her, her first mission when they're in space and they're like, you know, she couldn't, uh, save fat and vitisector is like what's the point of you you know and then like at that point she's like maybe i'm a corpse reader maybe that's the point of me um like she is looking for purpose that is the closest thing that she has to an arc is like wanting to you know be a sex symbol like uh work out her femininity and her her sexual agency and then also Figure out her purpose, yeah. kind of her grand purpose. There's lots of things she doesn't remember um, about before she died. When she, before she died and stuff, she doesn't know what memories are real, and which are fake. This to, again feels like set up for something that never really quite pays off, though. So I think it would be fine in context. Like if this were laying the groundwork for something, I would like it a lot more. Um, so they they do a one page going back to the India Pakistan border where she reads the corpses uh, just to see if they were instant bystanders. Yeah. Um, you know, or if they're American. And she kind of talks about this, like, hey, maybe this is what I do. I'm a corpse reader. That's the purpose of me. But you know, I'm trying to read them until one of them tells me something about uh, my history. We go back to the mortuary where she's like, Yeah, I have lots of powers. I can breathe the breath of life into someone so they can come back to life uh temporarily. And basically uh brings him back to life to be tortured by uh lady ghosts. Yeah.
1: He gets hard-candied. Uh, he gets he gets afterlife hard-candied. Like, that's what this is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um.
1: So, yeah, she, he, he, she brings back, like, all of the victims uh, that he's been... Apparently, all the corpses he's been abusing because, like, I guess the ghosts are trapped in the body and can still experience that, which seems like a real bad vibe for a ghost. Like, man. Like, if you can yeah. actually have a consciousness and experience things that are happening to your dead body and all we've been doing is taking out their organs and fluids and putting them under the ground, like... Just burn me immediately. Like, please. Yeah, like, that's rough stuff. I, I just want to be let yeah. go. Like I want to be I literally like shuffled off this mortar coil. Like I don't want any flesh left.
0: I would not like to be fucked by Brad. Also. I don't want to be fucked uh, by Brad. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> yeah. No Brad's allowed, please. Um, the, uh, so they, they're going to torture him for a night. Like he basically gets to stay alive just for a brief time. Uh, they're going to torture him. And then we just cut over to him, her like hanging out with Venus Demilo. Milo going on a little world tour, Yeah. Uh, and that's it. And then the the issue just kind of ends. Yeah.
1: I mean, she does get like a, like just because a person's dead, that doesn't mean that she ain't got any rights, like a, which feels like a weird, like women's rights, you know, no means no kind of thing, but I don't know, man. Like, like, yeah, it doesn't
0: come up that often, man. Yeah. Like Like, I'm not saying that, that, you know, I am in favor of corpse fucking, but again, it doesn't come up that often to be the theme of this book
1: i mean you've known a lot of fucked up people just going by abject suffering you've known mm-hmm. a lot of fucked up people in your life and oh, yeah. you've not ever told a story about knowing someone that has fucked a corpse and like no i mean again like just the amount i don't know man like i i, I it just doesn't seem like a likely thing to occur very often like a corpse is kind of hard to find like you know what i'm saying
0: it, it doesn't come up that often and like i i know a dude who would be the type of dude who would do it and he didn't do it <laughs>
1: his name is brad yeah
0: he's he, uh his name is jeff and he uh he seems like if there's anybody who has like big corpse fucker energy it's this dude uh but he is not uh has not done it so i actually know two guys named jeff who have corpse fucker energy okay <laughs> when I think about it uh, <laughs> so i didn't even think about that something about jeff's
1: Don't, Um, don't trust Jeff's out there, lady corpses. (laughs) Watch what they, watch what they put in your corpse drinks.
0: Fathers, lock up your corpses, lock up your, your tombstones. Um, Mothers, don't let your babies grow up to be corpse fuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let your babies grow up to be corpses either. Um, This is a, you know, pretty middling issue, but we are entering into an interesting and flawed arc uh, that has a really interesting story behind it. uh, And we'll talk about that in a couple days.
1: Yeah in the meantime if you like this podcast uh, you should go to patreon.com slash techvtv (laughs) and donate money to us um, that supports the entire network which is full of great podcasts and you get a bunch of exclusive content for doing so you can also tell your friends and leave ratings and reviews on various podcasting services that you download these episodes from if you've already done all of those things then hey welcome to the cool kid club
0: yeah welcome to the cool zone zone Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, yeah we appreciate you
1: that's it Bye everybody. Bye.
0: Stay safe and happy New Year. Sure, yeah, that